People of the world, welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language Live. This the 273rd episode. We're going to be talking about Google's link spam update rolling out. How do you know we're live? Because it's raining and because my phone just got one of those fantastic emergency alerts. Let's talk a little bit about links. If you don't know about links, you probably should. And you probably know that Larry Page and uh, Sergey Brin back in the day made Google very very rich because they were the first to democratize links, which is to say people realized that when you link from point A to point B, hey, look, we can count that as a vote, which they did. And uh, Google took off multi-billion dollar company, obviously. Now, ever since the dawn of Google, link spam has been a problem. There was a time where I saw people doing article spinning, which is where you would take an article and you'd basically insert a bunch of synonyms. So you'd say like A, and then you put brackets, big, giant, humongous, and then you'd end the brackets, cat, and then you'd go through the whole article like that. And then it would create all this unique content, which is incredibly stupid. And each one of those things would create a link back to a site that would link to another site. And it's all very dumb. So at the end of the day, if you are actually producing legitimate and good content, this shouldn't be a problem for you, which is why I am upset every time I read articles from places like Search Engine Land. Mind you, Search Engine Land, I tip my hat to you. I understand that you're doing a good job, but I get upset because the language of these articles is always, if you see a negative impact on your rankings, it may be because you have done link spam. That's true, but what is also true is for the people that have been doing it the right way, for the duration, those particular people should see an increase in rankings. So you could say, hey, if you see a bump in rankings, it means that you are not a total head. You can fill in the blanks there. All links to all articles right there in the description. Let's talk about this link spam update. A new spam algorithm according to searchengineland.com is rolling out over the next two weeks aimed at fighting link spam more broadly. Google wrote, quote, in our continued efforts to improve the quality of the search results, we're launching a new link spam fighting change today, whatever that means, which they are calling the, quote, link spam update. Next two weeks, it's going out. We get it. Um, they say that they're nullifying link spam, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're penalizing it. And here is why this matters. If you own a business and all of a sudden the phone stops ringing, you go, why is that? And you talk to your SEO person who's been doing shady things on Fiverr for the last three years and say, why have our organic rankings dropped? Why is the phone not ringing? And this person says, oh, Google update, you know, just we'll let it pan out, blah, 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 whatever. And then you, you go into it and you realize, okay, we've lost rankings because they've nullified the value of these particular links. The difference between nullify and penalize is that back in the day, Google gave us the option to go in and say, hey, look, here are links that we no longer want to be associated with. What ended up happening when we would put those links into this machine they gave us, uh, it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. And so the only reason we would ever have bad links pointing back to our website is because we inherited clients from other people who had done this. They wanted us to fix up their garbage. It's no fun. It also weaponized bad links. So if Google's going to penalize you for having a bad link, well, then can't I just go onto blackhat.com, order 20,000 links from Pakistan and have them all sent to your website and destroy your rankings for $20? 
that's not smart on Google's behalf. Therefore, they are being nullified. So again, if you see a bump in rankings, it means that you've been doing the right thing for quite a while. What is the right thing? Well, the intersection of social media and SEO in 2021 is prolific, which is to say, if you do not understand that TikTok helps SEO, that Facebook helps SEO, that Instagram helps SEO, well then, you're a couple of years behind the curve. What you need to do is get people onto your website, long form blogs, customized imagery, share the images on Pinterest, get links from all the social media platforms. Yes, but Kellen, but they're not do follow links. I don't care. I do not care. And here's why I don't care. The competition on the internet, like the Olympics, is intense. You have to do every possible thing that you can to try to get the slightest of advantages, which is to say, if you look back at swimmers in the Olympics from the 1920s, they're like six seconds behind the swimmers today because the swimmers today have optimized. They have used science, etc. What does this mean for you? This means that you should be operating on as many social media platforms as you possibly can with custom content on each of them. And yes, I can hear you saying, I don't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. If you are capable of creating 800 to 1200 word legitimate long form blog posts with customized imagery, sharing on social, this is the path. If you have time for a live show, if you have time for a podcast, this is a great way to build links. If you can simulcast a live show like I am currently doing, it goes out on five different social media platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, etc. That's five links. You can use something like Buzzsprout to syndicate the podcast, which I am currently doing, which will get you 14 more links, 20 links per show. Legitimate, actual content is the key. But you already knew that CNBC.com meeting Google's climate change goals stresses out CEO Sundar Pichai. <laughs> He's rich. Sundar Pichai, chief executive officer at Alphabet Inc., is stressed out because apparently becoming carbon free over the next decade is hard. Turns out that's difficult. Here's an idea. Don't force your employees to go to the office. I know. Quote, it's a long shot. It stresses me out. This is Sundar Pichai. In terms of how to get there, uh, Pichai said at a virtual climate change event hosted by Earth imaging platform Planet in July. But, quote, you bet on technology and innovation, he said. That's a fun way of saying, I don't think we can do it. There you go, Sundar. Google has been carbon neutral since 2007, Pachai said. That means that though Google's operations still create carbon emissions, the company compensates by doing things like buying carbon offsets. Isn't that funny? All you have to do, see, here's all you have to do, people. You just have to be incredibly wealthy. And then you can just buy carbon offsets. See, it works. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. This is the only problem we have is that people aren't as rich as the Googleites or Googlers. With offsets, Google is essentially paying other organizations or projects to actually decrease greenhouse gas emissions, which to me is somewhat sad. Uh, by 2030, however, Google aims to operate 
without using any energy that produces greenhouse gas emissions. Quote, we have committed to be 24-7 carbon-free. That is every hour, every day around the world. Google will operate using clean energy. Okay, solar, wind, water, hydro, etc. Will they get there? I don't know. Feels a little bit like PR to me. I'm happy that they're trying, but they are also required to, as far as I'm concerned. Um, if you are making that much money, you need to lead the way on basically everything or the people are going to get quite upset with you. FierceHealthcare.com, Google Cloud rolls out technology to map medical records data to FHIR standards. I don't know if you feel like I feel when I go to the doctor and I am given a piece of paper with a pen. I think to myself, what year is it? Large tech giants are jumping into a growing interoperability solutions market, according to the article, as new federal regulations spur the healthcare industry to open up and share medical records data. So look, if we are able to help people not die, then yes, I think that this is the right thing to do. We've got cloud commissioned research conducted by the Harris poll, according to the article, nearly nine in 10 physicians say data interoperability should be a priority at their healthcare organization right now. And 95% of physicians agree that access to more complete patient records helps them make diagnosis more quickly and accurately. It is ridiculous to me that we don't have doctors sharing patient information. If you don't want Dr. A to know to share information with Dr. B, then check the box. It's that simple. I don't think we should be walking in to doctor's offices in 2021 and touching a pen. Okay. This is so stupid. And that you go to the doctor and they don't know you because they don't have access to your data. And so yes, Google could make a ridiculous amount of money solving this particular problem. Um, Google doing what Google does. Negative criticism. Can the surge in Google review defamation cases be stopped? This one from theguardian.com. Defamation law changes mean complainants. Wow, complainants. Is that even a word? Must demonstrate serious harm has been suffered as a result of comments. Whoa. There was a moment of frustration for Jamin Mayer in February 2019 that led to a year of legal woes. The 23-year-old from Brisbane had been helping his mother in a long fight against a secondhand car dealer over a car she had bought from them for $24,000 in 2017. Um, NIST Legal had been acting for the car dealer. Mayor left a one-star review on NIST Legal's Google page. There was no text to the review, and he did it under his own name, despite never having been a customer of NIST Legal, as he acknowledged, quote, I had legitimate concerns, and they were just trying to get us to go away, he says. By March 2020, NIST Legal were trying to contact Mayor about the review, after attempts to contact Mayor through LinkedIn and his personal website, they brought a claim, a claim against Mayor and Google. NIST Legal sought $300,000 in damages. Are you listening to me? That is madness. The one-star review implied the founder of the firm, Chris NIST and his son Brendan were inept and one of the worst, and their firm was also one of the worst. It literally was just a one-star review. Unbelievable. NIST 
accepted a settlement offer from Mayer and the case was withdrawn, whatever that means. Quote, it was extremely stressful. The settlement involved no payment to NIST legal. Okay, no payment to NIST legal and it covered Mayer's legal costs, he says. Brendan Nist declined to comment that has previously told the Courier Mail. Wow, that is bonkers to me that you can be sued for leaving a review on a website. Mind you, I understand that there are people that are insane that leave insane reviews for insane reasons. The article continues. Um, last week, the county court of Victoria, so this is England, ordered a woman who left multiple negative Google reviews about Q periodontist Dr. Allison Dean to pay $170,000 in damages plus costs for what the judge said was a vendetta. <laughs> oh, man. Against the specialist. In a statement to the court, Dean said the comments had, quote, caused immeasurable damage to my emotional well-being, my psychological and physical health, my reputation, my work, and my business. Whoa. So apparently you can't just leave reviews anymore, at least not in England, without the possibility of getting sued for the price of a small house. That is absolutely insane. Ladies and gentlemen, marketing as a foreign language live, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We would love to see you here for the live show. Leave a chat in the chat box if you do swing by. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify after the fact, you know we love you. Let's summarize the events of the day. Meeting Google's climate change goals stresses out CEO Sundar Pichai. I don't care. Should stress you out. Uh, Google's search link spam update rolling outlook. Create great content, create video content, get on TikTok, do Google ads if they make sense for your business, track phone calls through CallRail. It's not that hard. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's very hard. It's just not that complicated. Google Cloud rolling out technology to map medical records. Okay, cool. No more pens in the office. Negative criticism. Can the surge in Google review defamation cases be stopped? No. I think it's only going to get worse from here if people are getting sued um, to the dollar amount that they mentioned before. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show for today. I appreciate you all swinging by, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.